This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Yo, what's up, guys? You like our podcast? You want to make your own? You have all the power, all the resources you need to make your own podcast. That's right. If you haven't heard about Anchor by Spotify, let me give you a rundown. Basically, it's the easiest way to make a podcast with everything you need all in one place. And here's how it works. Anchor lets you record and edit podcasts right from your phone or your computer. So no matter what your setup is like, you can start creating today. Then you can distribute your podcast to the most popular listening platforms, including Spotify with a single tap. Anchor is also the only place you can publish video podcasts to Spotify, which is super important. With Anchor, creators can earn money in a variety of ways, including ads and podcast subscriptions. That's right. And best of all, Anchor is totally free. So download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. That is anchor.fm to get started. It's what we use. We get a little kickback from it, and we appreciate it. So if you guys want your own podcast, go to Anchor. .fm to get started. Peace. Today's show is sponsored by Created with Love. Get your date night delivered to your doorstep. Visit createdwithlove.com forward slash AOM. Hello and welcome to Anatomy of Marriage Radio. I'm your host, Melanie Studley. What's up, guys? My name is Seth Studley. I'm a marriage and family therapist and also a full-time marriage expert. And this show is real help for real couples because we didn't have this when we needed it. So we wanted to make it. So welcome and your thank you. What? (laughs) That was funny. Every Tuesday and Thursday, we go live on YouTube, Facebook, and Instagram when we talk about the things that matter in marriage. We're so happy that y'all are joining us. We've got Mm -hmm. people from Oklahoma City, from Egypt, from well, Cairo, same thing, Uh, from New York, from... South Carolina. I mean, this is awesome. This is great. Yeah. So What's welcome. Up, guys? We're so glad that you're here. Um, and if you have a question that you want us to have answered on the show, send it into hello at anatomyofmarriage.com or send it in through the Anatomy of Marriage app, which you can get everywhere you get apps. That's right. Here's today's question. Uh, it says, why does my wife think she is always right? Mm-hmm. I wanted to reach out and ask your thoughts about reasons why I feel so alone and become so angry with my wife during an argument. I feel that the majority of the time we are discussing the things I do wrong, but she rarely speaks on her wrongdoings. It causes me to feel resentment and I brush everything under the rug and I end up verbally attacking my wife with her biggest insecurities. In the moment, I want to hurt her, but I always regret it after seeing her break down. There seems to be a double standard in our marriage, and I let it bring out the worst in myself. Help. Mm. So this last thing jumped out at me, and I let it bring out the worst in myself. So get some con- get some control, my man. You do have control. And I'm saying this from a guy from feeling exactly what you felt before, because Melanie thinks she's right oftentimes. And uh, that's it's true, right? And especially like earlier in our marriage, right. I'm like, okay, this is driving me bonkers. So mm-hmm. I want you guys to shift your focus, not on she's always right, I'm always wrong, uh, vice versa. I want you to focus on times when you're both right and then have a real conversation with her about this. This really smells and looks like you're an Enneagram 9. She's not. She's opinionated. She's whatever, which is completely fine. 
but you are putting your feelings kind of in a box and not, you're trying to avoid conflict. And when we avoid conflict, guess what? We're not in touch with ourselves and we're definitely not in touch with other people. We build up that resentment and then boom, in a moment of just a heated argument, we let it all out like a shaken up can of Pepsi that you open up really quickly instead of opening slow. Right. That. Um, I think I want to address this a different way than Seth did. Okay. So I think a lot You're of right. times, I think a lot of times women are influenced greatly by our culture. Men mm-hmm. are too, obviously, but we are influenced by culture that says a woman is always right. Happy wife, happy life. Mm-hmm. Um, all the TV shows, unless you're watching like Little House on the Prairie, are um, basically men are dumb kind of oafs and women just have to, you know, we're this like oppressed people group and if men would just listen to us, everything would be fine. Mm -hmm. And we have to get over the fact that we think that, well, first we have to acknowledge that we think that about ourselves because I certainly did. So this is the husband asking. I'm just reminding you that. Oh, I know. Mm -hmm. But the woman's got the problem. Okay. (laughs) I think the Mm -hmm. lady's got the problem. I think Mm -hmm. the husband can deal with it in a certain way, but I think it's very hard to be like, how about this? Would you want a counselor to be like, Seth, you just need to deal with the fact that Melanie never thinks she's wrong better. No. Yeah. So it's not the guy that has mm-hmm. the problem. Mm-hmm. It's the lady. And so I want to address this because there are tons of ladies out there listening who are doing this same exact thing to their husband mm-hmm. and wondering why he loses his crap every other hey, week. Hey, Shammy. Sham, well. Uh, and so the thing that I want to say about this, and this is what I wish someone had said to me, mm-hmm. which actually Joyce Meyer said to me via her worldwide show, mm-hmm. is that she said something along the lines of, "Would well, there was, would you want to be married to yourself? Would you want your spouse to not listen to you when mm-hmm. you had a concern the way that you actually don't listen to your spouse when they have a concern? Mm-hmm. So that's a question you ask yourself if you're the lady in this circumstance. Um The next thing is Joyce Meyer talks about you can steer a ship like as a woman. This is what she did. She's Mm -hmm. super. She had a really rough childhood. Joyce Meyer is a like mega church pastor lady who I Mm -hmm. love. Um, And she talks about you can steer the ship and feel like you're in control while you are like pushing it into oblivion and going into the rocks and the cliffs. Mm-hmm. Like you can steer your at least ship. you're the, steering it that way. Right. right. You think you're in control because you're like, I am going to strong arm this and I'm going to show my husband and I'm going to this and that. And no one's up. No man's going to tell me what I am. No man. <laughs> no man's going to tell me what to do. And I, and I'm smarter and I can do this. And if he would just listen and you don't realize you're not collaborating at that point, mm-hmm. you, you're not co-laboring. You're actually just like ripping the steering wheel out of his hand and like, like, who even cares where we go? Mm-hmm. And that's what I was doing. Right. So what I wish I had heard earlier was collaborate. Mm-hmm. And this is a visual that came into my mind as I was thinking of this question. It's going to sound super weird for a minute. But you know those like diagrams with the circles? What are they called? Where they overlap? A Venn diagram. A Venn diagram. So you have the circle that is you and the circle that is your spouse. And let's say your circle is yellow and your spouse's circle is blue. And when mm-hmm. they overlap, what color do they make? Green. Green. So your home should have a whole lot of green. Right. And little bits of yellow and blue. Like that's how it should work. Collaborative means green, right? The green is where you overlap and you've made a collaborative, mm-hmm. um, respectful decision and you're green, right? Mm-hmm. Green is between yellow and blue. Mm-hmm. 
But here's what happens. I looked around our house one day and I went, oh my gosh, everything, everything is pretty was much, well, everything is yellow. <laughs> everything is what I want. Right. There's so There was so little about our home, our day-to-day life, that was what Seth wanted. Hmm. There was a lot, a lot, a lot of yellow, a little tiny bit of green, and like, like a how? dot of blue. Like what? Everything. To Just how give we, examples to how, the listeners so they can be like, oh, okay, yeah, I do that too. How we or how I organize the house, right? The foods we eat, mm-hmm. the shows we watch, mm. the way we do or don't talk, who we do or don't hang out with, where we go when we hang out with people, where we travel, where we stay when we travel. Like I had this, like. Hulk-sized opinion about everything, mm-hmm. and I was walking around just like a gorilla, mm. like in in the mist, mm-hmm. <laughs> and I was uh, <laughs> making sure that I got my way all the time. Right, and guess who wasn't happy about that? Me. Right, and guess who wasn't happy about that too? Seth. Right. So somebody says, but it is the husband's responsibility to make it known what he wants. Yes, I agree with that one hundred percent, and that's what that's what I was alluding to earlier. Right. Like. Yeah, if there's if you're going to the Venn diagram example, you know, you have yellow everywhere. It is my responsibility to voice my wants, needs, concerns, desires, right? Mm-hmm. And from Enneagram nine, it's like I, I didn't do that and then I would get super mega pissed and then just blow up on you. You understand super what I'm saying? Super mega pissed, yes. So I, this this it's it's funny, like when when especially well, men or women, when anything Enneagram nine comes in, like questions or whatever, I'm just like spidey sense all over it and i'm like mm-hmm. what okay time out i know too much exactly what you're talking about mm-hmm. let me address that right. so this kind of smelled of that to me here so i'm like okay bro mm-hmm. dude man right brother 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 uh, try this out you have to say what you want you have to say what you desire and the more that you avoid conflict is the less connected you're going to feel to yourself right and to your partner right so when Mm -hmm. i dove into that i started feeling more connected to myself and i started feeling more connected to you i listened to you on a podcast Mm -hmm. when was it i think last week on the the dad edge podcast with larry hagner you guys go check it out it's awesome Uh, and you were saying yeah i just love a good conflict you know and i'm Mm -hmm. like because I, I don't like I don't Barf, like conflict, but right. I, it, hearing you say it in a different way was like okay, I'm going to push back against you and have a little spar. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because you say that you can handle it, and you say that you like that, and that's mm-hmm. more in like engaging with you. I remember we have a conversation with our friend Matt McDonald from the Classic Crime. Right. Tooth and nail, and him and his wife are just crazy. They're awesome, but yeah. they're crazy. And they were like, "We love to fight." Yeah. And I was just, I was thinking in my brain, "Oh, that's the worst thing right. ever." But you were all over what Matt was saying. Right. Like, yeah, I, I like it. Yeah, he said, I, "I love a good conflict. Like it brings me closer." And I'm like, "That's exactly how oh, I feel." Like, my gosh. you want to really become my friend? Let's fight about something that's like cutting down a tree and me standing in the way of it falling and just getting crushed (laughs) that's the weirdest analogy i can think of but sure i just saw a tree (laughs) let me think of an analogy tree (laughs) you know that was funny yeah so i i I encourage the the husband to really voice what he desires in this, not in a time of conflict not in a time of high stress but to sit down and write down what do i really want from this i feel respected from this because 
more likely than not, your wife isn't just some raging bee. She might be, but I don't think so. Just some raging bee that just says, my way or the highway. The Venn diagram is solid yellow, and you're not even a part of this. Right. Puny weenie man. You know, (laughs) she's probably not saying that. Puny weenie man. (laughs) She probably just has a different perspective on it and isn't afraid of conflict, isn't afraid of engaging in that way. What's up? In comes the money. So go ahead. Uh, and sorry, I thought that was a different comment. Mm-hmm. I agree. And what I would say is use the clearing structure. So we made an app because we love you. And the app is called the Anatomy of Marriage app. And the app has mm-hmm. the clearing structure. It is a tool. It's in the toolbox button of the app. It's 100% free. How much does it cost? Free. It's nothing. It costs you no thing. Go get the app and use the clearing structure to talk about the things that you want. It has the AOM sandwich method built in, meaning... Mm. It starts out with two positive, two or three positive traits. You fill it in. You fill in the spots in the app, and it says, "Dear wife, I love that you, you know, make lasagna mm-hmm. that's so good, and that you're smoking hot or whatever." And you fill it in, and then you go, "There's something I want to talk about," and then it literally walks you step by step through your feelings. You can use this app, or you can use the clearing structure about anything. Mm-hmm. How often you have sex. Um, how she cooks the lasagna. How often she cooks the lasagna. You can literally talk lasagna. about this, about how you, cleaning the house, uh, money, it works for anything and everything. Actually, some of our, uh, some people use it w- at their jobs with their mm-hmm. bosses. It is an amazing tool for communication, especially in conflict. So I highly recommend that if you feel like you are being snow plowed by your wife all the time, and that the whole house is yellow and you ain't even got a dot of blue in there. Mm. Use the clearing structure. So I'm saying that because if nothing changes, nothing changes. Yeah. If you just come and try to talk to her like you've done in the past, nothing is going to change. Don't do that. It's not going to be helpful. You're mm. not going to get anywhere. Um, and, and chances are you've, you've tried to speak to her in the past, but have maybe used words like always or never, or have been somewhat critical that just puts her right on the defense. And then if you feel like you're having, if, if someone is critical to you, you the, the natural response is defensive what, what? i didn't and i don't do that no. right so then she in, she starts in her i'm always right mode and you're just like okay forget it kind of mm-hmm. thing so when we use the clearing structure it really paves the way for clear and dedicated communication in a different way so use the clearing structure and if 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 you are like kind of level two marriage you know you're like yeah we got the clearing structure we're good we're good you want to level up your engagement your connection with your wife go to aom no sorry go with created created with love.com forward slash aom right and what what are you going to get you're going to get a date box guys a date box. It well, comes... you can get a date box. Well, yeah. You're not going to get one. Like, it's not going to be sent to you for free. Well, no, you have to subscribe. Duh. <laughs> right? Well, you didn't say that. There's no duh there. Anyhow, what I'm do you expect right. for nothing? A rubber biscuit? Can... <laughs> right? Who says that? Is that a thing? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what? What do you want for nothing? A rubber biscuit? Who says that? It's a thing from a long time ago. I don't know. So, anyway, <laughs> go to creditwithlove.com forward slash AOM. <laughs> And in this box, you uh, who knows what you'll get, right? We've gotten three of them before, and we have no idea what is in there. It is a bunch of cards. It's a bunch of conversation starters. It's actual games and like things, manipulatives that you can put together. We do it when we go outside, go outside, go, go on dates. It's a really creative, fun, and affordable way to, hey, what's this month's date box? I don't know. What is it? Okay, let's do it. And you look forward to it. So go to creativewithlove.com forward slash AUM. 
I may have been least like I don't even know what just happened. These are themed subscription date boxes. <laughs> They're hilarious. Boxes, They're curated. Right. They have several, several, several dates. Like the one of the ones we got had fifty-two date ideas on top of games and like conversation uh -huh. starters. They are so, so fun. So when it's, I mean, it's COVID. COVID is serious right now. We can't go anywhere. We can't do anything. I just had a freaking thing. test and the, the thing went up my nose. It's like a, a mummy. <laughs> Seth just had his brain removed right. to see if and it has coronavirus. Luckily, it was not, but still feeling weird. So uh, somebody just wrote in on YouTube. It says, I just joined, so I don't know if this has been said, but I feel like those types of sayings are because she is afraid and she is trying to, in a way, comfort herself. Yes, that can be a mask for some insecurity, right? What if, sayings? For, for, with the wife. Like, like feelings. happy wife, happy life? Yeah, and, uh -huh. and saying like the wife is always right, all this stuff. So right. that might be a mask. And this is what I've speculated a long, long time ago. Sometimes when we walk into a room and Keep act talking, like we right own back. it, yeah. when we own it and stuff like that, and we're like, oh, this is just how I am. I'm... I'm cold, or I just say what I want, or whatever. That is a form of uh, it, it. It's it's like a smokescreen, right? We're putting up this, so if I can if I can head people off of the past, like show them that I'm like, you know, tough and all this stuff. This right. is just how I am. Then people aren't going to get close enough to like be. It's uh, a defense mechanism, right? And that's exactly mechanism. what I used to do. What are you mm -hmm. looking at? Um, I used to do that same thing where I would. Um, and again, I say this all the time. My best friend is the person who called me out on this because mm -hmm. I wouldn't have heard it from anybody else. Right. But I, I was, I was like, oh well, I'm really opinionated, <laughs> and I say what I want. You know how many women say that? Like all of them. And mm -hmm. you know what that actually means is, I'm a freaking bully, and I don't know how to deal with my feelings, and I don't know how to deal with yours. So I'm opinionated. I'm going to snap my fingers right. at you. Right. I say what I want. Deal. You, you head them off at the pass, mm -hmm. and then. It's shut down before it even starts. Right, and right. Guess, guess what that doesn't bring? Connection. Connection. Anything positive? Joining. Any, yeah, anything good. Um, so I wanted to grab this a book. book. What are you going to read? It's called, well, I'm not going to read anything. It's called Not a Partnership, and it was sent to us by one of the authors, and it's by Todd Jacobs and Peter Lynn, and it's called Not a Partnership, and I am reading it slowly because COVID and homeschooling is not the easiest thing ever. Mm -hmm. But one of the things that he talks about this in this book, which I think is brilliant, I wonder if I could find it, is that um, he talks about this idea that people, when they only receive mm. and they only... So he, the idea is not a partnership as in... Well, I can't even explain it necessarily. But he talks about this idea that we value the things that we care for. Mm -hmm. So he uses the example of pets. Mm. I value my dog, not because my dog makes me coffee. My <laughs> dog doesn't do jack for me. Right. My dog tears up the lawn. My dog poops everywhere and mm -hmm. runs away. It's great. But I value Doug, my dog, because I care for him. Mm -hmm. And and one of the things it says is we find ourselves in the things that we care for. Mm -hmm. So if we have a garden, we find it, a part of ourselves is sort of like put into the soil of that garden. Mm -hmm. The flower that you planted has grown. Mm -hmm. The flower or the tomato plant that you have watered faithfully, all of those mm -hmm. things. You find yourself in the things that you care for. So in this question, this woman is not... Um, caring for her husband she's only asking things of him mm -hmm. and think about it like this like if um think this is going to be a really gross way to think of this but like slavery did slave owners love their slaves 
Mm-mm. Why not? The slaves did everything for them. Mm-hmm. Shouldn't that be like, oh, you're so nice. Mm-hmm. You've done everything for me. Mm-hmm. Shouldn't I love you? Mm-hmm. It doesn't work that way. When we get everything we want, we actually do. We don't. We don't love. We don't right. a, a, appreciate or respect. Think about kings and like in so, Egypt. So how about like this? this royal a, whatevers. Right. This is a good segue. We value what we pay for we value what we work for we value things more when they are not given to us Mm -hmm. and this is a a perfect segue into the idea of coaching right coaching you guys tell me when you have done a really uh, good job on something that you worked hard for how did you feel right with with our marriage i value our marriage because we really worked for it right it wasn't easy it wasn't given to us and think of it this way. If you were a kid, say you were 12, 13, 14 years old, and you were saving up your money for a bike, right? So you're mowing lawns or you were uh, helping your grandma out, you know, weeding the garden, stuff like this, and you, you, you saved your money, right? You saved your money, $50 for a new Nintendo game or something. You are going to value that game more than, here, here's a game. Right. Here you go, right? And you'd be like, oh, well, that was easy. You don't care about it, right? And the same thing in coaching. So if you have any questions about coaching, email us at coaching at anatomyofmarriage.com. We value what we pay for. And the coaching relationship is like, uh, okay, nobody's going to do this work for me. I am putting up a good amount of money for it. I'm going to take the island and I'm going to burn the boats. So I'm not going to have an option to not do this thing, right? So if you, you're planting a garden or you're caring for the dog, who's going to water the garden other than you? Nobody is because nobody cares about it as much as you. Right. And then when you see it grow, you're going to say, I did that. You're going to have a feeling of accomplishment. Same thing with coaching. When we finish coaching or even when coaching our clients, they did it. They did a goal, like 75 hard. I set out to do a goal. I did it. Nobody did it for me. And the feeling of like self-confidence, self-respect, accomplishment is just through the roof. So if you want more of that, email us at uh, coaching at anatomyofmarriage.com. We'll hop on the phone. I'll talk to you for an hour, get your stuff figured out and see Mm -hmm. if you're a good fit. So email us, coaching at anatomyofmarriage.com. Hey, Marriage and Martinis, what's up? Hey. We're trying Co- to have you on the show. Let's trade shows. Let's uh, hook up. Coaching is absolutely the best. It's my right. favorite thing in the world. But here's the thing I wanted to read. I found it, and it's good. So it says, what causes love? We have seen that love and giving are closely intertwined, but which one produces the other? Do we give where we love? I give to you because I love you. Or do we love where we give? As a result of giving to you, I feel love for you. Mm. We are accustomed to thinking that giving is the outgrowth of love. While one way of expressing love is through giving, Giving, the truth is that giving produces love. A person loves the fruit of his hard work. Why? Because where I invest my time and energy and sweat and tears, I find a piece of myself that mm. lives in the recipient of my toil. Um, whether it's the daughter that I raised, the baby I nursed, the dog I care for, the plant I tended, or house or Lego set, if I'm a child, that I built. Every one of us feels attached to the work of our hands because we find ourselves there. Mm-hmm. Um, and so this book, I'm, I'm loving this book so far. Again, I'm reading it very slowly because it's very hard to be a homeschooling mom. Oh my gosh. My gosh. <laughs> it's very hard to be a homeschooling mom oh and read a book. Um, but what I'm, what I want to, why I wanted to read that is mm-hmm. that if I could talk to the younger version of myself as a wife and I was doing the same thing that the guy wrote in about, 
I was the most selfish wife on the planet. I wanted Seth to talk to me the way I wanted to be talked to. I wanted Seth to dress the way I wanted him to dress. I wanted Seth to... Let, the book is called Not a Partnership mm. um, by Todd Jacobs and Peter And if Lynch. you're thinking that way that you did, you're not in a partnership. You're right. in a dictatorship. Right. And that's exactly what I was doing. So... So what the husband needs to do in this case, like I said, get the clearing structure inside of the Anatomy of Marriage app. The clearing structure exists outside of the app, but inside of the app, it is phenomenal. Mm -hmm. Do it. It's free. It costs you zero dollars. Go get the Anatomy of Marriage app, download it on your phone, and open up the clearing structure in the toolbox. That's right. And use it to talk about these things because the hardest part about this is that your wife is never going to stop this until she realizes how damaging it is. Mm -hmm. I had to hear someone say, would you want to be married to yourself? And I was like, oh gosh, no, mm -hmm. I absolutely would not. And then the same thing of like, you can steer your ship the wrong way. Right. You can steer your and, ship in the wrong direction. And guess what? A giant, the most giant of ships is controlled by a very small rudder. Right. right? So our rudders can be our words, mm -hmm. our nonverbal actions, you know, our like, you know, scowls mm -hmm. or whatever, or our smiles, like you right. know, I just smile at you, you know, or sometimes we wake up, we don't even talk, we just hug, right? Right. So how does that affect our day? You know, that tiny little rudder, like a hug in mm -hmm. the morning, boom, okay, it's just setting us up appropriately, right? And what was I going to say? Oh, crap. Dead air. Dead air. Sorry, I, I had a really good thought, but I didn't know what I was going to say. Uh, <laughs> or I forgot what I was going to say, rather. Um, um, well, okay, so so just back to, re refer back to coaching. Like, we talk about these things in coaching. Okay, you mm -hmm. want you want a better marriage. You want to, I don't know, uh, lose weight, uh, and grow your business. Whatever you want to do, we have daily conversations about it with our coaching clients. Mm -hmm. And we call you to the carpet. Right. Hey, man, what are you doing? You can't do this and expect your wife to respond right. appropriately to right. it. Or you can't be this kind of wife and expect your husband to just put up with it and put up with it and put up with it. No, something has to give. Right. And sometimes, oftentimes, we need that outside perspective. Someone who is going to say something, actually, and mm -hmm. kick our butt and is not afraid to hurt uh, our feelings, right? right? Our coach said some stuff to us. I was like, oh, boy. Okay. Mostly to you. You're exactly right. <laughs> Because I'm awesome. Yeah, because you're always right, um, right? Mm -hmm. Not always right, but so, I'm always uh, awesome. What, what, what book was that? It's called Not a Partnership. Just, and I will share mm -hmm. links of it and stuff, But and we want to have the author on. Mm -hmm. But um, one of the things that I was thinking too is that I have to say this, like we go to what we know. So if mm -hmm. you saw, and the, the person who asked this question, if you saw your own father do this, like my mom would just plow over his thoughts and mm -hmm. my dad would be silent and then all of a sudden he'd yell at her like if you saw that pattern in your life it's going to be that much harder to mm -hmm. undo it because we go to what we know right <clears throat> excuse me and so what i found in my own life is that and i love my parents but that is a dynamic that they like mom was always right she still is always right ain't <laughs> no way my dad is gonna get his way it's, it's don's way but or the is she highway. really though no and she knows it same thing with my mom and dad yeah right but mm -hmm. here's the thing that's what I knew. So that's how I knew how to manage a situation. Breach. And I have to tell you, it is, it feels like going in for um, emergency surgery to undo You're how... You're removing the bee. <laughs> bee removal. <laughs> a bee extraction. <laughs> <laughs> a beectomy. <laughs> so it, it feels like... I so want to say... Nope. <laughs> Uh, it, it really is so incredibly hard to 
take away that part of you if it's something you've always done. If you genuinely have felt like, I'm always right, my husband's stupid, mm-hmm. I do the right thing, I, I want my way, I want my stuff, I want my house to be all yellow, forget blue, it's the mm. stupidest color ever. If that's how you are, it is going to hurt so bad to change it, but it's going to change your life. Right. And if you have kids, you best be working on this stuff because you're just going to freaking mess them up you um, are creating by passing that on to them you are creating your child your child's <laughs> family of origin let me say that again the thing that you're talking about right, right now, now as an adult you know oh my mom and dad did this the thing that you may be in therapy for right. or, or getting coaching for you are creating that same thing for your children right now right. what kind of legacy what kind of uh, what what do you want to leave to your kids, right? right? What God, kind of family okay. of origin you want to leave to your kids? Listen to this. Yes. Listen to me. Yes. So many people in my life whom I love and adore, they look around my home, our mm-hmm. home, and they go, why is that there? Why do you have a deer stand in your shed? Like as if it is the wrong thing mm. to allow this human whom I chose to marry yep. to have a deer stand. I did not grow up with hunting. I don't even know what a gun is. <laughs> I thought that'd be funny to say. Um, I didn't grow up with hunting, and I have pretty much every human going, ew, gross, Seth does that, ew, uh. When you say every human? Everyone that I know and love. like Not everyone that you know. Who do I? Your friends don't say that. Yes, they do. Who? All of them. Bridget. I have no friends that are like, oh, Seth has rifles and a deer stand and guns. Oh my God. None of my friends are like, that's normal and healthy. They're like, right. that's scary and weird. And I'm like, it's fine. All right. And I, ha- I have to be able to stand up for my own husband to do the things that he likes. Right. How stupid is that? Women, your to do oh, list is not like the order of the world. So the worst thing ever is when my parents or friends like say, wait a minute, what? What is Melanie doing? Right. And then I feel like I have to defend you. The, the, so this goes for like my workplace and in just life. Being the middle person, being the middleman is the worst place ever, mm-hmm. ever. That's why, you know, when you say, hey, can you call XYZ? I'm like, no, I can't. You know why? Because when I call, right. you're just going to ask me 100 questions of why I did or did not ask them the thing. So right. you call them. I am not. Right. Right? Like that happened with a house, remember? Mm-hmm. So... I stood up for myself in that, or not just stood up for myself. I said, no. Yeah, you I, just said, no, I don't I'm, I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to do right. that. And you're like, oh, okay, fine. Right. Right? So fine. somebody says, fine. Uh, so are the clearing structure structures a good way to combat that issue with your family of origin? Yes, it is. You From can use, your family of You origin. can use clearing yes. structure with your mom, your dad, your auntie, your uncle. But I think she's. this person is asking... Your cousin Lisa? No. I, so, yeah. The, okay. The clearing structure is simply a way to slow down the brain thought process and clarify what you're thinking. That's why it's called the clearing structure. It's, mm-hmm. I guess it would be the clarifying structure. Um, but your clarified butter. all your clarified butter thoughts can be set on the page without mm-hmm. there being an... So it slows down your brain right. from your like lizard part of your brain that's trying to go, blah, 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 everything's wrong, everything's bad, let's fight. Blah, right? Because mm-hmm. like, normally, if someone says, I don't like how you do the dishes, you go, whoa! And what? you freak out like your the brainstem what? doesn't <laughs> your brainstem doesn't know what to do and it overreacts and then you fight. Right. That's what happens. And so the whole point of the clearing structure is to slow down, talk about whatever the issue is. It could be anything from mm-hmm. I would like a raise at my uh, <laughs> I would like 
<laughs> That's really funny. Like, I would like a raise, and you can talk to your boss about how you can get a raise, and you can say in the clearing structure why you want a raise. Mm-hmm. Or it can be, I don't like how you've, um, I'm not even kidding, like, do the dishes. Like, the way that we do the dishes as a family. Um, it, these things are all important. And if we don't, if we if we pretend like they're not, we get divorced. Like that's the thing that happens. Mm-hmm. It's just these stupid little things that nobody thinks about are the stuff of our entire lives. Mm-hmm. Every single day we deal with the family of origin things. And in our episode about family of origin years ago, we talked about when people get married, it's like two families of origins colliding. It's mm-hmm. like, you know, like universes going, right? right? Yeah, tectonic plates. That's a great way to like look at it. Mm-hmm. And you have to decide which ones you want to keep, which ones you want to modify, which ones you want to get rid of entirely. Mm-hmm. And the clearing structure will help you. And it's such an awesome framework because eventually you don't need to use it. Mm-hmm. Eventually so, you figure out how it works. In, in therapy, sometimes I ask the question early on, okay, let's have a conversation what do you want to see more of in your life right. and what do you want to see less of? And that could be, I want to see more motivation. I want to see me going to the gym more. I want to have more connection with my wife. Right. I want to have more sex. I want to have more money. I want to have less arguments. I want to feel less depressed. So we highlight the things we want more of and then have a deep conversation around that and then have a real conversation around the things that we don't want to see because sometimes those are perpetuating patterns. Sometimes those are uh, self-limiting thoughts. Those are upper limit problems as we talk about. And this is all clarifying stuff, right? So Mm -hmm. in coaching, we talk about these things. If coaching is a, if you think, oh, geez, yeah, I want more clarity. I want more sex. I want more money. I want less depression. I want less self, less low Mm self-esteem. We have to break through these things and talk about them. And coaching really does that. I've been a therapist for over 13 years. And I find recently that coaching is so different from therapy because it is, dude, what's going on? I'm here for you. Tell me what's going on, right? What? Nothing. What? I think to myself, you want your name in my little leopard print book? You want to be on my calendar? That's right. Join coaching. Join coaching. Email us at coachinganatomyofmarriage.com. We'll have a long conversation for it because if you're not the right fit, I don't want to waste your time, waste your money, and I don't want to do that for me either. Mm -hmm. Uh, But if we are the right fit, let's blow this thing up. Right. Coaching at anatomyofmarriage.com. But as we wrap up, I want to just... Talk about this idea to the ladies mm. um, and men if ladies. you're this way. But you've got to be able to grow up. That's the thing. That's the main thing in this question. Mm-hmm. If you think you're always right, you're a mega bee and grow you need to ovaries. change that. Get your ovaries and grow them. Fry your eggs. <laughs> um, <laughs> I need you. Like, uh, that's the kind of thing I wish that I had heard. Like, if right. so, let me just state it again. Yes. If you think that you are always right about everything, you need to grow up. Mm-hmm. Toddlers think they're right about everything. Toddlers cry and scream and are angry to get mm. their way. If you are an adult and you cannot co-labor, collaborate right. with your spouse, you need to change. You need to go get help. You need to talk to a therapist. You need to use the clearing structure. You need to read some damn books. What happened with the up. mushrooms? Uh, well, I ate them. And <laughs> no. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Nothing happened with them. They're just so fun. Nothing. They're we everywhere. Them. Yeah. They're so cool. We have mushrooms galore. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so we are just so excited that y'all are sending in your questions, that you keep talking to us. And mm-hmm. we do love coaching. If you want to do coaching, if you want to get your name in my little leopard book, Ooh. you send in uh, your whatever I'm trying to say. Go to coaching at anatomyofmarriage.com right. or email us at hello and at you guys, we are almost done with AOMHQ. Right? Oh, yeah. That means Anatomy of Marriage Headquarters. We are literally almost done. We got to paint the door. We got to put one more panel 
up in the roof, and then we fit to be done. My leg is healing from when I gashed it open with a utility That's right. knife. <laughs> and we are super excited. You guys are going to see it. We're going to document all of our stuff there and do more. Right. right? And we're, So we're going to be filming out of more. there soon, maybe even tomorrow. Uh, maybe. So it, so check us out uh, because it is really exciting. We've b- built this whole thing out. Mm-hmm. We're going to work on it even today. And I've uh, been caulking and trimming and mm-hmm. nailing and cutting and all that jazz. So we're Balls really excited about it. Bacon to the bricks, y'all. So <laughs> have a lovely day. If you've got a question. Right. Oh, thank you, Lily. You're the best, too. If you've got a question or anything, send it uh-huh. into hello at anatomyofmarriage.com or DM us on Instagram or whatevs. Um, but we love you guys. Thanks, Bill. Thank you for being mm-hmm. our community. Uh, and if you love us, share the show and rate and review it on iTunes. Your words yes. matter more than ours when it comes to our show. Ain't they nobody care what we do. absolutely do. So, all right, guys. Go to Craig with love.com forward slash AOM to get your curated date box. Mm-hmm. If you got questions, email coaching at anatomyemerge.com. We'll I already hop did on a the call. call to action. All right. I love y'all guys. So, all right. Bye. bye.